I'm afraid. Don't be afraid. No. Be afraid. Be very afraid. So we're talking about House of a Thousand Corpses. I remember um, first time I saw a trailer for this. It's like oh, a Rob Zombie movie. I was like, what the hell? Like, you know, it's definitely intrigued, but um, just came out of nowhere. Do you remember hearing about this at first? No, I remember going to see it in the theater. I remember I went to go see it in the theater. The thing about this movie is that again, Rob Zombie. I I knew just from his music videos and his work in White Zombie and all this stuff that he was a hard type of guy. Yeah, you could tell for sure. Yeah, yeah you could tell by his art on his albums and stuff like that. Yeah. So we knew what we were getting into. Me, me and my three friends actually saw this in the theater, and um, we saw it in Port Washington. And we went there. I remember thinking that the movie. Remember, we all watched it, and we all thought the movie just sucked. <laughs> and we we're like, "What the hell is this shit?" Like again, like we we were expecting like a great movie. And I think I was just expecting too much because I don't think the movie sucks now. Like I said, I don't think it's a great movie, but it's not a movie that I'm going to rewatch. Like uh, maybe I'll watch it once a decade, but that doesn't mean I think it sucks. Yeah. But like, uh, but I remember, I'll tell you one scene. Uh, there's one scene in the movie um, where they kill, uh, they kill the officers who um, they're coming to get his daughter. And, and the officer with him is played by Walter Goggins. Walter Goggins, he's... Um, very underrated actor. He was on Sons of Anarchy. He was on The Shield. Do you, you ever watch The Shield? Yep, yeah. He, he's, I forgot his name on The Shield, but he's like the second main cop on it. Yeah, yeah. And then he's in the Unicorn, Vice Principals. He's in a bunch of TV shows. I know him best from the movie, in movies. Um, friggin', he plays Home, uh, what's it? Um, home Run Anderson, no, Downtown Anderson in Major League 3. Oh, okay. And that was like when he was like in his early 20s. The but, question is, what did Rob Zombie like him in? Because we know Rob Zombie's like us. When it comes down to it, he's a fan. He just casts stuff from people that he grew up watching. I don't know, because I don't know much of what he was in before that. Other than, what, what, was The Shield out before that? Did The Shield come out before 2003? I Maybe. don't know. Possibly. Okay. Was that for like a season or so? Yeah, I didn't think of that, because I'm thinking mainly he casts people from Texas Chainsaw and Horror from back in the day, but it could yeah. also be from a TV show but, from the time. Yeah, but what yeah. I was getting at is that we're watching it, and there's one scene where, like, it's an awesome scene. Like, this movie has a couple of great scenes I'll go over, like, a little bit, but, like, there's an awesome scene where they kill him. And they do like a camera zoom up, kind of. And it's a very slow zoom up into the sky. It almost looks like oh, the screen okay. freezes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And yep. I, I, I actually kept looking at the time, seeing if the movie was still going. Yeah, I yeah. thought it froze. <laughs> and me and my friends were looking at each other. It was a completely empty theater. <laughs> and we're looking at each other. The only time I'm in a theater where it's just three of us, four of us, whatever, nobody else. And we're looking around. We're talking the whole time because we're kids and there's nobody else in theaters. So we're not distracting anybody. And we're sitting there going, did something just happen to the film script? Like, That's what's what going on? Yeah, yeah. It reminded me of um, The Shining. Um, I remember when I first showed it with my friends, the part when Jack Nicholson, uh, Jack Torrance is just staring out into the to the maze as Wendy and, and uh, Danny are oh, walking yeah, around yeah. it. And he's just frozen there. in until you yeah. actually see the little bodies walking around. I was actually with uh, my friend um, uh, Alana, who he knows, and she looked over to me. She's like, what's going on? And she kept looking at me like, what's, did the movie freeze? Yeah, and it's like no, that's that's just him like being a sickle there. But that part though, I thought it didn't pay off though, because I thought the same thing. I kept looking out to see like, all right, is the movie still going? Did it pause? Something happened? And then when I saw it's still going, I'm like, all right, so it's a stylistic choice by Rob Zombie. So I was waiting for a big payoff, but then that gunshot was so weak. Yeah, there was no blood splatter, nothing. So I was like, oh, this is gonna be brutal because of all like the time the camera just stayed there. Yeah, and then it was just. It was for nothing. I don't know. I still like that. I still like that scene. Like so Yeah, no, it was a great scene. I just yeah, wish yeah. it was a little more like, like yeah. 
Yeah. I don't feel that, that, well, that gunshot. I know they cut, not in that scene, but I know they cut a lot of blood and there's like, uh, what's in Baby? She's like a necrophiliac in this movie. And again, yeah, like, yeah, they yeah. show more of it. They show her like freaking having sex with the dead girls like in, in the movie, but they oh, don't right. show in the movie that wow. they cut it out for the MPAA. Wow. So again. Yeah, he so, probably, Rob Zombie, he probably had a fight with them a lot. Um, I remember though, when I first saw this, because like I said, I saw it first in the trailer. So remember that show, Coming Attractions on E? It'd be like on the E channel. They just showed trailers. Yeah. yeah, but yeah. Before, before we had YouTube, we could just search a, a trailer. It was I saw it on that first. Yep. And I remember thinking the style was so distinct and like grimy and dirty. And that was before I knew because I didn't know about older horror. I didn't know that like Grindhouse and all these movies were out. You could probably list a lot of the movies that are inspired Rob Zombie style. Yeah. So that was my first introduction to like that gritty, raw, you know, nasty, like just dirty uh, way of filming. So really? Rob, Rob Zombie was my introduction to it. For years, I associated that with Rob Zombie's filmmaking. And then later on, I found out that this is a whole thing that was going on in the, in the 70s grindhouse yeah. and all that. So that's that pretty cool that Rob Zombie showed me that. In the 70s, yeah, they had a bunch of movies like that. And I, I own a couple of them, um, not many. There's definitely, like, again, a lot of people are really into that kind of stuff. I'm not. I, yeah, me I, I was never, like, again, like, it, it's, like, bad for the sake of being bad. Yeah, yeah it goes and, out its way. <laughs> yeah, and what's his name in this movie? Actually, Sid Haig plays Captain Spaulding, who, again, you know this movie isn't a fantastic movie. Captain Spaulding is a great character. Great character. One of the best uh, clowns. He's not brought yeah, up yeah. enough when talking about horror clowns. Yeah, no, he's terrific. <laughs> and he's, uh, he was in a lot of those movies in the 70s. I was going to say, so, he, he's definitely the guy that Rob Zombie watched growing yeah, up, for that's sure. probably why I picked... The only other movie that I could picture him in, um, he was also in, I think it was... I think it was it was either Jackie Brown or people. Yeah, Jackie Brown. It was Jackie Brown. I was in. Yeah, yeah. So he plays a judge in that movie. I think. Mm -hmm. So that's the only other movie that I could think of him that wasn't one of those exploitation movies in like the seventies. Like those movies. Well, that's the word exploitation. Yeah, movies. The, the, they also had the uh, the black exploitation movies. What, 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 Whatever they call them, Blaxploit the black exploitation movies. Yep. Yeah, and I've seen any of those. Yeah, the, well, that was all like uh, Shaft and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And they had that Not Foxy. Cobra. Foxy though. Yeah, right. Foxy Brown. That's a little more like not not. A, yeah, that, that's Pam Greer. Okay. And like that's like all that Pam Greer stuff. So she was part of that. Sid Sid Haig was part of it. Uh, Richard Is Sid Haig all black? No, no. half black. No. No, oh, I, okay. I, I don't. I don't think so. Yeah. But um. But yeah, I think that's probably what attracted uh Rob Zombie to Sid Haig, and then rounding up the cast you have, we'll talk about Bill Mosley a lot. Cause oh Bill, my god. Yeah, he's I'm obsessed terrific. with him. <laughs> I'm obsessed with him. Yeah, he's just like again, he's one of like uh. He's one of the main people, like in horror. Like he's there's people that come in. It's like, oh, Nicole Kidman was in the others. That, that, that she's a horror icon or whatever. Like I said, Bruce Willis. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Bruce Willis was in uh, the Sixth Sense. Yeah. That, that doesn't mean that. Like I said, there are people that dedicate their films. There are some people that dedicate their films to horror because that's what they want to do. That's what they truly yeah. love doing. There are some people that do it. Because they just can't get jobs anywhere else, so they're going to star in all these horror movies because that's what they're known for. And I was going to say, that's another cool thing about Rob Zombie being a fan-turned-movie director. Because he undid the, the injustice of Bill Mosley. From what I know, he, he didn't get enough um, roles like that, like for horror at least. So if it wasn't for Rob Zombie, we wouldn't have gotten those great characters that we got from Bill Mosley. Because oh, we'll talk about Devil's Rejects next, but yeah. he's even better in that. And that could have been the introduction to like younger people that never saw Texas Chainsaw Massacre. So... The good thing about, you know, being a fan growing up to, like, it's like everybody's fantasy. Like, if we were directors, we would cast people that we liked growing up. So that's what I really love about Rob Zombie is, like, he's just a fan. Yeah, if and I was, like, a director now work. or in 10 years, 
I'd go find an 80 year old Tony Todd. Yeah, I'm not, I know you need to be in my movie. I'll, I'll pay you more than yep. like if you and Tom Cruise both came out to me right now, I'd pay you more. <laughs> I'm, I'm just letting you know. Yeah, we're fans. Yep, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Rob Zombie's a true, true horror fan. But um, yeah, we're going to talk about it more with Devil's Rejects. That's a lot more like Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2, which is my favorite, one, one of my top 10 horror movies ever. And which is why I like that one much more too. Yep. How similar is this one to Texas Chainsaw Massacre? Do you think the, the original? It's very, yeah. A lot of people say this is his version of that. It's very similar. It's just again, it's. I think this is probably more, even more cheaply made than like. I'm not huh. saying it costs less to make it, but you're comparing how much. You're comparing how much the money's worth then to to back in the 70s. Yeah. So again, so it's definitely again like uh, it's definitely cost probably. Hit Rob Zombie less money, like I said, like that than it would cost him in the seventies to to make that film. Yeah, and but like I didn't like. I, there, there's a lot of similarities. The movie, if you haven't seen it, Tiny is like their Leatherface. Yeah, right? yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And um, if you haven't seen the movie, the movie is about four four kids that are traveling through Texas, and they're kind of uh, they stop by a gas station, uh, Captain Spaulding's place, and gas station and horror movies. Yeah, yeah, never good. And there's also, I forgot the guy's name, but like I recognize his face. He has a weird face, but he works at the gas station too, the small guy. Yeah, yeah. And they're robbed, the gas has been robbed, and there's a guy with a mask on robbing it. And the guy, and the small guy in the gas station going, Oh, I recognize you. You're, you're, you're Richard Wick. You, you, you work at the carpenter store. They, they, they used to call you Little, little Dick Wick. Little Dick Wick. <laughs> so there's, there's certain lines in this movie that, that made me laugh a lot. Yeah. Um, and the four guys traveling. I think the only famous person, like really famous, is um, what's his name? He plays. Uh, I forgot. I, I forgot the guy's name. Uh, R- R- Rain Wilson. He yeah, from The Office. Like, he yeah. became famous. I mean, I, was he already famous? Was he? No, no right? he wasn't. I'm yeah. sure he's done a couple small things. That's hilarious. And then, and then he gets the most iconic part of the whole movie. I say the mer the merman. Merman, yeah. Merman. Merman. Yeah, that's a crazy visual, and that's that's super Rob Zombie right there, and it you know, kind of outdoes the original Texas Chainsaw. Cause um, yep. those movies were gross, you know, with the uh, cutting people's faces and putting it on, but combining the torso of a human with the fish bottom—that's just fucking. Yeah, and also, <laughs> with, also, there's a scene in this movie where they cut off a face, but it's even sicker because it's he cuts up a girl's dad's face and put the face on like in front. Right? Yeah, and it kisses like, her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um. <laughs> Yeah, but so the movie is like they're, they they go to see Captain Spaulding because they stop in there and he has an awesome like uh, like a ride in the back of his um, a theme ride in the back of the gas station. They take it. Oh yeah. And <laughs> it's also similar to Texas Massacre because he's saying because they end up going like what's this legend of Doctor Satan that we hear about? And he goes, yeah, you, you don't want to go there. You, you don't want to. And like again, like even though it's you'll find out later he's in on it, but like he's trying to also tell him like beware, like stay away from there. Same thing happened like in Friday the Thirteenth and yeah, Texas yeah. Massacre a little bit, but like um, so that that was similar, and so they end up getting the directions there. They go there, a booby trap set up outside to uh, to um, take down their their wheels on their car, and they uh, that, that that's what happens, right? And yeah, they, yeah, yeah, yep. And then they have to go. Uh, they get picked up by the family by a member of the family. And they end up, uh, I think Baby is a hitchhiker in the beginning, also very similar to Texas Chainsaw Massacre yep. when they pick up the guy with the, uh, with the camera, the yeah, brother. Yeah. And, um, and Captain Spaulding's kind of like, like the cop, like somebody who, who comes off as like, uh, you know, a regular. Well, that's the remake, though. Yeah, the yeah. Remake, yeah, yeah. But Spaulding reminded me of like that person that, that you, you think is like, a, you know, 
Like he's in on the family, but from the outside. Like the cop in the Texas Chainsaw uh, remake. Well, it's also, a, have you watched The Next Generation yet? No, with I haven't. McConaughey? No, no. It's very similar with that too, with, with, with the girl in that movie who's like, who, who's, uh, I think she's dating or something. I forgot she's in the family, but she's with McConaughey. And, oh, okay. Uh, he's like, what, what brings her to that? Yeah, he plays oh, Gilmore. I got to watch that. Yeah, yep. I, I love McConaughey. Whoever knocks Texas Chainsaw Massacre Generation, get the fuck out of here. No, I'm <laughs> just kidding. Uh, who, who, whoever knocks that movie again, like, whatever. They have every right to it. The movie's complete shit. But it's fun. I enjoy it. So, yeah. Like I said, it's just like we, we, we did Return of the Living Dead Part 3 the other week. Um, I don't think the movie's great in any way. It's great to me. I don't think it's like a movie that should be like in the top even 10,000 movies ever made. <laughs> but like, uh, but whatever. Great nonetheless. Yeah, yeah. Um, this came out in 02, you said, right? This came out in 03. 03? All right. So that's why it was uh, the schedules were conflicting. I was going to say because um, Rob Zombie was contracted to make a Halloween remake. And um, I remember him. In an interview, either him or somebody somebody pointed out, wouldn't it have been just much better if he rebooted Texas Chainsaw? Wouldn't that have made more sense? But I guess it was being rebooted at the same time that he was making this. But yeah. I think that would have been better if he remade Texas Chainsaw. Even though I did like how I the mean, remake came out, though. Th this is a remake of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, like, yeah it's basically. A, it, it's a little His bit, version. Yeah, it's a yep. little bit different. And, like, again, I, I he's also, obviously, if you're a musician to that level, um, again, you're obviously pretty creative. Yeah, and so he probably liked being able to do what he wanted to do with it, and it kind of changed the story up and introduced his own characters. Yeah, and again, but the Texas Chainsaw Massacre franchise does lend itself more to his style, though, right? Uh, Rob yeah. Zombie style, like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, like that's, I, I feel yeah. like that's more up his alley than Halloween, no? Uh, you mean um, it's kind of up his alley a little bit just because like Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It's very crazy. There's like chainsaws and everything. It's like it's very it's more fast paced. Not not the first ones, but but later on. Yeah, yeah. And again, if you ever watch a Rob Zombie music video, kind of like if you guys seen um, Beef is about to America when yep. he made the music video for yeah, that movie with, that the, with, so with the cartoon with the Rob Zombie yep. song going. Even on. if they didn't tell you it was Rob Zombie, you would you would say this is yeah. like a Rob Zombie thing. It's <laughs> always like anything with him is always like uh, except for that his music is I, actually I I don't like metal and I don't like like hard rock no I, not hard rock I, I i don't like like uh what do they call it? like fast rock like like yeah, uh, yeah like i don't like heavy metal and stuff like that i guess rob zombie isn't quite there but like again i do like rob zombie's music yeah same here but um but, so you're saying the first movie is not really wouldn't have been good for rob zombie but the later on the, when they come more fast-paced and over the top that's more yeah, like, rob zombie. like okay. i think like i think like texas chainsaw massacre 2 yeah, it's kind of like a Rob Rob Zombie film. Because again, with but, Halloween one, they didn't let him. They gave him a lot of restrictions and like notes and like, oh, make sure you put this and that. So he didn't really get to make the movie he wanted. Uh, Halloween two, that's that they let him just go ham and make the Rob Zombie film he wanted it to. And you didn't mind Halloween two. Well, it's funny, and, and that's like a grindhouse movie. Yeah, it's funny because we did Halloween two last summer, mm -hmm. and we did but we did our our show on that, and yeah. I was saying that like, and we I, I don't know if you didn't like it at first, but like no, I didn't like I don't like yeah. Halloween two Rob Zombie, but I uh, liked it. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I didn't like it the first time I saw. It. I saw it in the theaters. I was like, what what is this shit? And I and I I own three copies of it because again <laughs> I'm obsessed with collecting movies. I. I Fucking weird. I, I don't like a movie and I spend 60 bucks on it. But like, uh, but like I watched it again. Because I never watched any of the copies I own, but I watched it for the show. I'm like, I actually like what they did here. And you know what? And she was in the first one too. I always like me some Danielle Harris. And yeah, so yeah, that's, yeah. Uh, again, th that was that. And Brad Dorif, like. Yep. But, yeah. uh, so. Wait, no, he died in the first one though, right? In Halloween 1, did he? Brad Dorif. Uh, the co uh, he was Brackett. Yeah. Uh, 
Did he? Not no, he's it? in the second one. Oh, okay. He, yeah, he, yeah. He, he's at the house with uh, her and 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 Lori, with uh, what's her name with freaking um, Daniel Harris and yeah, Lori. Yeah, yeah. But um, but there's certain things about this movie that I like a lot. Me um, too. Again, like I, I again, I like the clip where even this scene had me going like, well, this is a scene where I'd be like, I need to get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Like the scene where they're doing the dance and she's dressed up, babies dress up like a uh, Betty Boop. Yeah, I love that part. And it's like, it's like, I'd be like, what the fuck is going on here? But then again, the movie takes place in the seventies, and the seventies were weird. Yeah. So again, so maybe that was normal. And then <laughs> like, I don't know. But uh, I like that. I like the told you the cop scene with like the. Uh, with the uh, with the zoom up and where they find the they find the daughter or whatever inside the um, they find her well they find the other girl whoever inside the shed yeah yeah and then they get attacked and um, so I liked all that and um, what was that uh, and a lot of great lines too like Bill yeah. Mosley like uh, Rob Zombie oh, yeah. for is is really disgusting um, um, scripts like the way people talk this was the first one um, I don't know if it set the standard but. Cause it's not as bad as the later ones. I feel like I feel like Rob Zombie's Halloween is even more exploit exploitation than this one is. This movie I went in because uh, this is my first time viewing it. By the way, from what I heard about it, people saying it's his Texas Chainsaw um, remake. Um, that it's like super Rob Zombie. Like people, like I even heard people uh, tell me to stay away from it because of how like gross it is. I didn't think it was that that gruesome. Honestly. No, it's not gross. I think they yeah. cut it down a little bit. It's, it's a little bit. Uh... Oh, is there an X rated or an unrated? No, I just yeah, think not, they were not... told by the MPAA they, they couldn't do it. It's not the bloodiest movie yeah. ever, but it is obviously gross. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's certain disgusting scenes in it. Like again, like it, it, it if you're not used to that, like mm -hmm. I've, I've seen plenty of gross shit in my life while watching movies. Yeah, so again, maybe like, that's why. <laughs> so again, as cool as like freaking uh, Mer Merman was, like yeah, it's not like <laughs> not like I've never seen anything like that. Like yeah, like maybe not the exact same thing, but I've seen things just as gross before. But um, I, there's that cool line with um, I think it's I think it's with Otis where he goes. I bet you stick your head in a fire if I can tell you that you can see hell. Yeah. yeah. So the, 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 there are some classic lines in the film. Yeah. Um, and then the torture scenes, like, like just seeing these people in agony, like just like the original Texas Chainsaw. Uh, yeah. One thing I like too is that unlike the Sawyer family, this one has a female, uh, well, multiple females actually. You got um baby and then the mom, right? Uh, baby and the mom is played by Karen Black. Yeah, um, and they they I think that adds a lot to it because uh, the Sawyers was just guys, right? And the grandpa the. Uh, the 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 remake. The Sawyer's is just guys. The remake they added women. Yeah, and yeah. I think they got that from Rob Zombie. The yeah. remake coming out after House of a Thousand, I wouldn't be surprised if they took a lot from from Rob Zombie's movie. The remake of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah. When does that come out? That came out in '03. Oh, I thought you meant like a rem another remake. No, no, no. Yeah, I'm saying when that came out, uh, I noticed that now there was a female in the family. They could have gotten that idea from them. I take like again, like I don't think it's a better movie, but I'll watch. The remake of Texas Chainsaw Massacre over the first one. Me too. And I'll watch it over House. And it's not because of Jessica Biel. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's why I watch I'll Be Home for Christmas. <laughs> that's why I still watch Seventh Heaven. <laughs> <laughs> that's sick fuck, Stephen Collins. But, <laughs> it's funny, Karen Black, who plays the mother, um, she was in. She was great. Yeah, but she was in a lot of movies in the 90s. She was in Nashville and Easy Rider and The Great Gatsby. She wasn't known as like a horror actress. Um, but you, you mentioned Sherry Moon Zombie, who we first see here enter films. Um, Oh, sure. this was her first film? This is her first. I mean, oh. it should be because she's only in films because of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and this was his first film. So, I haven't looked into it. I, I haven't seen her anything before that. I don't understand why she would have been in something. Yeah. But she, she was a, a music video. I think she was the Living Dead Girl in the uh, Living Dead Girl music in video. The video? Yeah. Probably. That they, was her, yeah. They've been together since, like, I think the late 80s or something. Oh, okay. Like that. So, that's not where you met her. He was already with her. Yeah, no, okay. he was with her for a while. But, oh, I don't know um, that. Yeah. 
But uh, and this movie also probably set the precedent of she always has to show her ass. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which we're not complaining about because she's got what? She's got a great ass. She's got a great ass. But, and um, this is a side thing. If she was younger, the way she acts, the way she speaks, her voice, everything, like her mannerisms, she would have been perfect to play Harley Quinn, even better than Margaret Robbie, I think, Joker's wife. Yeah, or, yeah, she was. She would have been perfect for that. But I, I don't think, think she's, she's too old as now. good of an actress, like by any means. Um, as Margot Robbie, I like. I like her. No, but I, I, I find her entertaining. I think she plays a good. Like I think you're saying, she plays a good psycho. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like yeah, she yeah. would have been perfect. I would like to see a Sherry Moon zombie led movie. Actually, I'm surprised Rob hasn't given her that. Um, she should make a movie where she's the main girl. I think she was sort of the main girl in Lords of Salem. Oh, I haven't seen that. How's that? So I, I, I haven't seen it since it came out. I, I remember, I remember liking it. I remember, I remember again, just like House of a Thousand Corpses. I didn't love it. I wasn't like, oh, I need to go see this. I, I, my two masterpieces of Rob Zombie are Devil's Rejects and the Halloween remake. Mm-hmm. So again, so I, Me too. Those are the I like two Devil's Rejects a little more. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, Devils are just probably. That's probably his main masterpiece. One. Yeah, yeah. Even uh, the snobs, uh, Reaver and Roper liked it. Yeah. Like I said, <laughs> it's, it's hard not to like that movie. Um, yeah. We'll get that movie real soon because we, we don't really like, again, as of a thousand, we weren't like huge on. So, so, so we're getting that real soon. Yeah, um, the main problem was because um, there's a lot to like about House. It's just, uh, I think it could have used like a better, more focused plot. Like, I feel like that's what was cool about Devil's Reject. You know, it's like a Bonnie and Clyde, they're out like. House is like you're just watching events play out. I feel like, and then the very ending with that with the dark cave and all that. That I was completely lost with that. Like I wasn't into that at all. Yeah, that, that's one of the scenes that I really disliked in the movie. I, yeah. I didn't like again. I didn't like the ending. The last like twenty five minutes. Yeah, of the me movie too. Or whatever. I was like, eh. Yeah. And again, like it wasn't like um, okay, like I said, they made it into a cult film, and it's about like it's about not not saying it's a cult film, but like a film about cults. And mm-hmm. I'm not really into that. And um, Halloween um, six. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Halloween six. I'm not a huge Halloween six fan. I, I, <laughs> I, I, I like Paul Rudd. Like I said, <laughs> I saw um, a meme that was like Freddy Krueger, uh, Jason, and I forgot another slasher, Leatherface, and Paul Rudd. Yeah. And then it was like only one of these people have defeated Michael Myers in the past. <laughs> Paul Rudd. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that, that was classic. I, I don't think Paul Rudd was in anything before that, other than uh, he was like in Clueless? a Super Nintendo commercial. Um, that and Clueless came out the same year. I think. Okay, yeah. I think, I think they waited for it to come out because of his success on Clueless. They did that. Maybe I don't know. Because they, they, they did that with Matthew McConaughey. They didn't release Texas yeah. Chainsaw Three until um, until Days of Days Confused, Confused came out, came out to yeah. capitalize on his fame. Yeah, but I'm not sure if that's the way that worked. Um, I think I, I could be wrong, but I think ha- Halloween Six came out before Clueless, but like right yeah. before it. Yeah, yeah. But obviously, Clueless was me a huge movie. Mm-hmm. Like, again, they they knew that like when you write a movie like that and when you shoot it and you watch it, you know there's something in the back of your head saying there's ninety nine percent chance that this movie's going to be huge, and that's why they make it a blockbuster film and it's coming out in the <laughs> beginning of the summer, so everybody get out of school and go see it. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like when they know they have a hit. Like, uh, I I saw it recently. A Fast and the Furious documentary, same thing with them. They're, it was going to be released in March, yeah. And then the big, uh, the suits, the you know, the corporate people saw it. And they're like, oh hell no, there's a summer movie. They moved it in the summer. Well, I remember so that's seeing, pretty cool. Yeah, I remember seeing Fast and Furious when it came out. Another race car movie came out like at the same time called uh, Driven, and that was with Stallone, mm-hmm. Sylvester Stallone, um, Kip Perdue, whatever his name is. You you, you see, remember the Titans? Mm-hmm. He played Sunshine. So Stallone, Sunshine, and there's like another famous person in it. But I remember liking that more than Fast and the Furious. Oh, and they came you out remember the name? Time. It's called uh, Dr- Dr- Driven. 
Driven? Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Fast and Furious is great, not to get off topic, but it's uh, another one, like we said, um, Return of the Living Dead 3, or like uh, movies like Texas Chainsaw Massacre Remake, where it's it's not a masterpiece. Like, the Fast and Furious is not the French connection, but it's still a, a great movie. It's so, an Italian connection. Yeah, so uh, a lot of people, like, uh, on Twitter sometimes, too, I'll post stuff, and then, like, people that we don't follow will, will come in, like, the snobs, the, the elite, with people with the elite taste that can't be bothered, like, yeah. Like, like, oh, why do you even watch these movies? Like, like I put something about Halloween Kills and somebody, oh, like the original, like, bro, I like the original too, trust me. But it doesn't mean I can't enjoy Halloween Kills. How many times have you watched the same movie? <laughs> exactly. I, I mean, I'm going to say that because I can watch the same movie over and over again a thousand times. But literally, like, mm-hmm. if you have, like, the options of, like, if anyone goes, like, why would you watch the sequel to Texas Chainsaw Massacre? Or yeah. why, 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 why would you watch anything? It's like, all right, because I want yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, for real, fuck you, I'll watch what I want. I'm, I'm paying my cable bill. Exactly. And, like, it's, I'm buying my movies. But, like, um, by the same time, like, it, it, you can't just sit there and watch the same movie over and over again. Yeah. You, you know, if I'm watching Jaws, I'll watch Jaws one, seven out of ten times. But the other three times, I'll mix in two and three and never four. But, like <laughs> I said, but I'll mix the other two in. But, like, again, you, you got to pick something, uh, something yeah. different. Like I said, if you didn't, like I said... You recently saw Psycho 2, mm-hmm. and again, like, imagine you just kept watching Psycho over and oh, over. Oh, yeah, because, oh, you can't, can't be bothered. Yeah, yeah, come on, sequel to Psycho? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. And then um, you said you didn't like the last 25 minutes. Oh, neither did I, and I didn't even like the very last shot. In and the I car? Thought, yeah, and I thought that also um, just was like a dud, kind of like the, the yeah. camera backing out scene. I feel like it just didn't pay off. It didn't come off. It's Rob Zombie's first movie, so I don't want to be too hard on him. Well, it's still really good. It just didn't come off the way, like, it didn't hit me, like, oh, shit, she's fucked, like, when you see Bill Mosley coming out of the, yeah. the back. Like, I, it didn't, it, it wasn't well filmed, I feel like, I don't know. Well, we'll get into it. Sure. Well, and then the end, question mark, was a little corny. <laughs> well, yeah, well, we'll get into it shortly, but the ending of the second one. Amazing. Is, is, it, it takes place in a car, too. Yeah, that's and what I mean. Hey, that's when he really mastered his filmmaking. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I don't really have that much more I want to say about about uh, about that film, about, yeah. like, uh, Devil's, uh, about Hazard of a Thousand Corpses, other than... Um, yeah, uh, other than, like, you know what, it, it introduced a bunch of great, great characters. Yeah, yeah, um, it, yeah that, that great introduction. Yeah, yeah. I, I like the actors. Like I said, I talked about how much I love Walton Goggins um, mm-hmm. as a cop. Um, it, it brought in, uh, again, introduced to Sherry Mozambi. We got some more Bill Mosley back in the picture. Yeah, yeah, um, Captain Spaulding was a great horror ca- character brought in. Like I said, there were a few great scenes in this movie. It a lot was, of funny lines. Yeah, uh, yeah, I wish I wrote them down. Actually, there's a lot of good lines. Yeah, like I said, it's it's. I wouldn't say it's definitely not a better movie than Texas Chainsaw Massacre, but it's probably no. It's more entertaining movie than the first one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but the first one isn't meant to be entertained. The first one's supposed to get on make your skin you sit and there and just be kind of yeah. It's supposed yeah. to make you uncomfortable. It's not supposed to like this movie has the Ramones playing it and Rob yeah, Zombie yeah. and like it's not like you're not sitting there. Um, uh, he has a song Pussy Liquor in this movie, which is great. But like you said, but you're not sitting there going um. You're not sitting there. This movie doesn't make you scared. Like you said before, if anything, it tries to gross you out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Even even though there's, again, anything you do, like I said, obviously you put yourself in these people's situations. It's a scary situation. But like I said before, I'm not going to say Titanic is like so scary because if I'm (laughs) on the fucking Titanic, I'm scared. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, great uh, directorial debut, though. Yeah. Come on, first movie, pretty fucking good. Also, uh, Two more things before we move on. Um, talking about Rob Zombie, um, because of this movie, I just want to add Sherry Moon Zombie, uh, Toby Hooper, who was director of Poltergeist, he did The Fun House, and obviously he did Texas Chainsaw Massacre. He loved the movie so much 
that he put Cherry Moon Zombie in his Toolbox Murders movie, the the, uh, the remake of Toolbox Murders. Oh, which, they remade that? Which is a great movie, too. What the hell? I guess, yeah. That's a great remake, and, that, and that's Toby Hooper's remake of it. And again, it got me thinking, because... Uh, I'm watching that tonight, because yeah. Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 is one of my favorite movies ever, and I want to just see everything Toby Hooper does. I have no idea that, that he remade that. Yeah. No, that's I, right up his alley, actually. He is great. If you haven't seen The Fun House, The Fun House is a great no, series, not either. Like I said, yeah. but... Uh, and Bill Mosley, like we were talking about this the whole time, I just want to explain some things that he's been in. He's been in Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. He's been in the remake of The Blob. He was in Night Living Dead remake. He was in uh, both Halloween remakes. He was in this. Wait, who was he in the Halloween remakes? In the Halloween remakes, Mosley. Um, who One of the prison guards? In, no, uh, no he, maybe he wasn't in the remake of Halloween. I forget. Okay. Um, I thought he was. Uh, Maybe I, I could be wrong. Yeah, but... yep. He was an army of darkness, though. He played the uh, the leader of the Deadites. Yeah. Um. So again, he was Johnny, like I said, in the remake of Night Living Dead. So in the beginning of it, so he he was in a bunch of freaking, and, and he's also j just like we talk about Daniel Harris later. Just because he's in those mainstream movies, like those bigger movies, he was also in. I don't know the name of them. But he was also in a whole bunch of low-budget films that came out. Some went straight to DVD. A lot of them went straight to DVD, which is like cheesy horror films. Okay, yeah, I So, know again, that. he gave his heart and soul into it, and I, I, I appreciate that. And, like, he seems like someone who I saw at a convention once. He seems like someone that actually cares, that, like, wants to be Yeah, he's a good guy. I've seen him on Twitter. Yeah, he, he, he um, embraces, like, the community. He's not, like, a lot of people are, like, they scuff at, like, their past with horror and all that. Or, yeah. like, you know, they don't need the money anymore, so they don't care. Like, Bill Mosley is, like... He's a fan of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. He's not just capitalizing on it because he was in it. Like, oh, yeah. give me your money. Uh, you could tell he likes these movies, and he's, he's very proud of them. Yep. And it 100%. shows. Yeah, he kills it. He's the best. Yep. And again, yeah. I, I would say, yeah, so again, there's some great things about this movie. Um, uh, again, one other thing I didn't like was that, the, I don't know if I mentioned this yet, but just the uh, the flashbacks and the um, and the... Uh, and the recorded stuff, what, like, let they show the recordings of certain things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And again, that, that kind of, there was a lot of music video-ish. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, too, I, too much editing. Was a fan of it. Yeah. But, uh, I like the, the uh, Hell Satan when the guy comes out of the funhouse. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. Uh, let, let's jump into uh, Devil's Rejects. The better version. That This is when he really refined yeah. his, his filmmaking. And uh, Was there a movie between this and, and House? With him? No. That, that Rob Zombie made? No. Okay, was, wow. So, and, and less... The, the I forget the name of the movie. He made a cartoon called uh, "The World of uh, El, El Super Bisto or something like that. I don't know if that came out in between or not. Oh, okay. Yeah. But, uh, well, what a fucking quality uh, leap, improvement, quality jump. Because yeah. Devil's Reject, like it's not just like uh, oh, it's good for Rob Zombie. It's a good fucking. Well, movie. Rob Zombie said he can't even. It's hard for him to watch his first movie right now. Like he, he sees so many <laughs> mistakes in it. So he sees. So That's many a lot of people. Even now. Spielberg doesn't watch his own movies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but Rob Zombie again, he. He added, obviously, this movie going forward has um, it has all the, the cast in it from before the, the, that we mentioned. It has Mosley, it has uh, Moon, it has, um, it has uh, Sid Haig, but it adds such a great cast. It adds yeah, Ken yeah. Forey, it adds uh, William Forsey. Ken Forey, another one that you could tell Rob Zombie just loved growing up because he puts yeah. in everything. He was also in Ken Forey, was in Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3. Three? Yeah, yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He was one, one of the main Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember, actually. I put it on. I, I didn't finish it, but yeah, yeah, yeah. he was in there. Um, yeah, yeah, I think Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3 is probably my least favorite Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, I couldn't finish it, honestly. I, I like it, but, yeah. like, again, it's my least favorite. You, you get some Viva Mortensen in that. Yeah, but um, and he's also uh, Keenan and Kel's dad. 
Yeah, yeah. You know mm-hmm. <laughs> That's where yeah. I knew him from. That's and where Rob Zombie got him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was a fan. And I was so surprised to see him in late, uh, later movies and then find out he was in horror even before Keenan and Kill. I thought maybe that you know yeah. famous, but no, he wasn't established. Yeah, he was in Dawn of the Dead. Yeah. Like I said, uh, but like I said, Rob Zombie got him because you know what Rob Zombie likes? What? Orange soda. Like <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> but, um, yeah, he tried putting Kel in there somewhere. He couldn't find a role for him, though. <laughs> yeah. What happened is that they had Leslie uh, Easterbrook to uh, to the cast to play Mama Firefly because... Uh, uh, oh, Karen, they replaced her? Yeah, because Karen Black... Because they kind of look like the, 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 the way oh, they did wow. it. Oh, wow. Because Karen Black was asking for too much money. or what may, the fuck? Maybe she was asking for the right amount of money and they didn't want to pay her. But uh, I don't... <laughs> Leslie Easterbrook, if you haven't heard of her... Uh, Esterbrook, Easterbrook. I, I never saw her in an interview or heard anyone say her name, so I might be saying it wrong. Um, pretty sure she's no, I think she's still alive. I don't know, but she's. Um, if you don't know who she is, she is. You ever see the Police Academy movies? No. She's Callahan from the Police Academy movies. Oh wow! So again, so she's one of the male. And what movies. about? Yeah, they did look like. Is that any notice? But what about the acting? Um, I think she was a little more over the top in Devils, but that could be also because she was imprisoned and stuff. And then, you know, time went on and she became crazier. Yeah. Um, I love the opening scene of the show where, like, with her and, um, and. The shooting? The yeah. Shooting, the whole, I no, love that. And, and then and they get all the, the pants and they, they suit up. That was cool. They look like knights. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that, with the shooting game, they're getting yeah, hit by the that was a dope shoot, hit by oh, shoot But even she, like, she gets, she, she's the one that gets caught in the beginning. And she's about to kill herself. And she goes, sorry, Sheriff, you ain't getting me. <laughs> and like, and she runs out of bullets, whatever, and he goes, "Looks like he ain't getting all that easy, bitch, huh?" <laughs> like, so, um, but like, uh, so that that was a great opening. I think just from the start of this movie, like it just came <laughs> off so strong, and they got. I was gonna say that, and and then they got them getting away. You got you got a uh, baby and and Otis getting away, and mm-hmm. they kill the woman who pulls over. It's funny because they it's not funny, but they pull <laughs> they pull over because the uh, the woman, the waitress or nurse, whatever she was, I forget, but she pulls over because. Uh, Baby looks dead on the ground. Yeah, and so far so. Her and then leave her in the same position that baby was in. They drive off in a car. <laughs> but uh, but while they're doing the escape, first they got the you ain't getting off that easy, bitch. And right at that line, Almond Brothers comes in and they're playing Midnight Rider. Yeah, all the soundtrack for this kicks Midnight out. Riders are escaping. Yeah, Fucking awesome. Yeah. And that that name is so perfect for them. Like the Devil's Rejects, is these guys are the ultimate pieces of shit. Like for example, we just mentioned that scene. It it always killed me when I was kids. When I was a kid, seeing um. Uh, the bad guys trick a person into helping them and then using that as a distraction to like steal something or hit them yeah. from behind and it, kill them. It's just I, like a freaking... It's so cold. Um, it's like Ted Bundy almost. Yeah, it's just yeah. so cold to me. And when I was a kid, like I, I hated those scenes. And like, even now, it still bothers me. Like, you're going to freaking exploit the fact that someone's willing to help you and kill them, but these guys... They'll do anything. They're, they're the devil's rejects. Well, right. you said you were watching. Steve said we were watching Silence of the Lambs the other day. Yeah, yeah. There you go. That's a perfect example. Yep. Yeah. Size fourteen. What is it? Fifteen. I forget the size. Like, what do you about size fifteen? Yeah. Like, like, trying to get the couch inside the, uh, yep. the van. Like how? Like but, you gotta be a real piece of shit. Like put aside the fact that somebody's helping you and use that to your advantage to, to you know uh, do them wrong. Yeah. And then also uh, he did it later too. Um, didn't he steal? No, he told the lady straight up that he wanted her car. Right. Um. What's his name? The, the clown? Top secret, ca- uh, yeah, top yeah, top yeah. secret clown business? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, yeah. she laughed. Yeah. He's like, you laughing? You, you know that lady was? 
Oh yeah, that's uh, PJ Souls. PJ Souls. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Again, Rob Zombie casting his his uh, childhood uh, people. Yeah, there's so many great people in this movie. Yeah. Have, yeah. D- D- Danny Trejo's in it too. Yep, you have to cast Danny Trejo yeah. if you're and if you're a horror fan. Yeah, you just have to. Michael Berryman from The Hills Have Eyes. Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> that's when he I was like the big the big idiot. Yep, that's yeah. the part that hit me. Like Rob Zombie is such a good guy because I yeah. don't know how much work that guy has gotten since the, since The Hills Have yeah. Eyes. You, you, you know who played the stripper? Uh, the uh, the whore whatever not not, not the stripper the sorry I mean whore the uh, the <laughs> prostitute she's um she's E G Daly Elizabeth Daly she was a musician in the eighties she oh, was I know uh, that. she was in one of the Ernest movies and she was also the voice of Tommy Pickles from from Rugrats no way yeah yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> she's over here being a prostitute <laughs> yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah but I, even from the very beginning you can just tell that it's gonna be a better movie like that opening scene's better you can tell that there's actually gonna be a story like you you get behind it. That was my problem with House of Dazzle Corpses. Like, I just felt like I was watching events play out. Uh, Devil's Rejects, like, you know, like, what you're getting into. Like, you know, oh, shit, there's going to be, like, a Bonnie and Clyde, like, you know, road trip type. Yeah, to movie. me, it was Bonnie and Clyde meets Natural Born Killers meets, yeah. like, Tombstone. It's, like, Louise. It's, like, an old West movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then you could tell that Rob's, like, more um, confident, like, behind the camera. And, like, he, he's, like, like, I'm really surprised with the, the quality leap from the first one to this one. Well, even with the... Um... Even the second scene of the movie, like the movie is just it's, again, it's like I, I was I was describing Leonard Skinner. I, Leonard Skinner is one of my favorite bands of all time. I was like, the, their albums before their plane crash, like the first like five albums, they're just pretty much all terrific. And that's like what this movie was. Every scene from scene to scene to scene, like it went. I told you, yeah. like, the Midnight Rambler scene. Next thing you know, Captain Spaulding's banging this hot chick. I love and, that word. They wake up and and then and then the chick pulls out a gun because he goes like he says something and she goes, "What do you think, a whore? What do you think, a prostitute?" He goes, "I called him like I see him." He pulls out a gun and shoots him in the face. And then Spalding wakes up and his that nasty wife's lying right next to him. He goes, "Hey, baby, how was your dream or whatever?" He goes. Yeah, it was like 50-50. As if like banging that girl was just as good as getting like yeah, yeah, out yeah. getting shot in the head, you know? Yeah. <laughs> that that was hilarious too. Yeah, yeah. That she was um I think I've seen her in something, but I just always thought it was so funny. Like imagine being um and I don't mean this like in a mean spirited way, but just imagine you're an actress and you get cast to be something because you're gonna be me made fun of. Like you gotta have like a lot of like, you know, confidence and being yeah. willing to put your career over like your feelings because um like imagine like we're looking for an overweight girl to, she, to yeah. be the person that somebody wakes up to and isn't happy to see. Like, she, oh shit, I want that part. She definitely <laughs> doesn't feel good about that. She's definitely <laughs> like, oh, they want me because I'm the nasty girl that you need to wake up next to after. Yeah. Like I said, that, that, that's definitely not like again, like you said, that you, I, I would I would definitely pay the overpay that actress because I would feel as though like, yeah. again, like I'm just like destroying her soul a little bit. But then know. again, actors are so like desperate and like weird a little bit sometimes with catching their break that they probably don't even give a shit. Like, sure, I'm the fat girl. <laughs> if she, if she, that wouldn't remind me of anything. Um, do, do you know Divine? No. Divine is a uh, trans, a cross dresser. I, I don't know what the difference is. Sorry, I'm not. I'm not again. Like I'm. I'm not against like these people, but like I don't know what the difference between a transgender, transsexual, whatever it may mm-hmm. be. I'm not knocking them. I'm just not familiar with the difference. Like I said, they each their own. I think everyone should do what they feel is right for themselves. But like, again, like. Divine was a. I, that's why I said this because I believe she was a transgender, or um, no, she was a drag queen. Okay. Sorry, she was a drag queen back in the um, six, sixties, seventies, eighties, whatever. Like definitely in the seventies, eighties, and she actually played the mother in the original Hairspray. 
and she was in Pink Flamingos, uh, John Waters. Oh, yeah. I think I've seen, I haven't seen those movies, but I've seen like pictures. I know what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. Have you ever heard of the movie Pecker? No. Pecker's with Edward Furlong. And like, but John Waters is a great, great actor, um, a great director. Sorry. Um, but again, he just made these kind of like almost like exploitation films like back then. Like again, they were just very cheaply made movies. I think Mink Stole, whatever name was in a bunch of them, but like, uh, she would make these, he would make these movies. He made the biggest movie, biggest two movies that you might know that he made other than Hairspray. Have you seen Cry Baby? Yeah. He made Cry Baby. Oh, okay. And he made um, Serial Mom. You see Serial Mom? Yeah, yeah, And he made Serial Mom. So again, he... So he makes like a lot of like girly movies kind of, right? Like more he, like... He's very flamboyant. Yeah, maybe that's the word I'm looking for. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yep. So yeah. again, so maybe that's do something. I think he's gay. I'm not sure. I think mm -hmm. he's gay. Um, but yeah, so... I was, what I was getting at is that the woman in this movie that was like disgusting looking, like she was meant to be disgusting. I don't feel bad saying she's disgusting looking. Like again, like That's what I, she was I, cast for. I, I'm no fucking Brad Pitt myself, <laughs> but like, uh, but um, I'm hardly no, George Clooney. I'm hardly a Robert Downey Jr. But like, so, but like, so I'm watching it. But uh, but um, yeah. But she reminds me of Divine a little bit. Okay. <laughs> but yeah. But this movie was, um, I think it was. They had to cut this movie down a lot too to receive an R rated, uh, to receive, receive an R rating because it was so, again, so gory, so graphic. And this, even this movie's gorier and graphic than, than the, the first, first one. Yeah, yeah, for sure. This one, but, I, I see the Rob Zombie stuff that he gets um, yeah. criticized for. Like, I personally like, but the stuff that people say, oh, Rob Zombie's this, this, and that, it's all prevalent in this one more than ever well, in a good way. If, if you haven't watched it yet, I, I, you haven't seen the DVD version, have you? No. Well, there's a DVD. There's a DVD version, not that it's in the movie, but they have the deleted scenes. And there's Rosario Dawson was in there originally in the movie. Oh, what the hell? And she plays a nurse. And the beginning of the movie starts off, but they decided to leave Cat, uh, Dr. Satan out of the movie completely. But in the beginning of the original movie, Dr. Satan was like in the hospital. And she was in the room with him. And she goes down to look at him for a second. And he grabs her neck and he rips her throat out. And you see like it come out and you see like all the Ooh. blood coming out. And um, so. That was taken out to make it, again, make it radar. Oh, come on. I yeah. love Rosario Dawson. I would love to see her. Yeah, she's mm -hmm. awesome. You said you've seen Kids, right? Yeah, yeah Kids. Kids yep. is a great movie with yeah, her. Yeah, that's intense, too. Um, she's also in, again, I, I haven't seen the third one yet. I still got to watch it out. Um, still got to watch it. Um, Clerks 2, which is awesome. Again, I, I love it. I heard even 3 was good. I gotta, that's what I'm saying. I got to watch yeah. Clerks 3. Clerks 2 was great. And she was great in uh, Sin City. Sin City 2 sucked, though. I got to rewatch Sin City. Everyone loves Sin City. I, I love that movie. Seen it in a while. Um, really good. Really good movie. I think I would like it if I watch it again. I don't know. Yeah, you will. But this movie, again, it's a, it's, it's a top, it's definitely a top 10 horror sequel movie, uh, movie for me. Mm -hmm. um, me too. Yeah. Yeah, 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 for sure. Like we said, we're comparing to Texas Chainsaw. Yeah, that's, that's what I was going to say next. And then that's perfect because. Um, for, uh, House of a Thousand Corpses, you know, we don't mind it. It's whatever to us. Uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, classic masterpiece, but we don't go back and watch it all the time. Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 is one of my favorite movies ever that I'll watch over and over. Devil's Rejects is also one of my favorite sequels ever uh, yeah. watch over and over. And so many parallels down from uh, even Bill Mosley being in this and being a, a different a different type of psychopath, which is how good he is. He could have played another uh, Chop Top, you know. We wouldn't have minded, but he went out yeah. of the way to... Do a different type uh, type of cycle, similar but different. I, um, I I don't know who I would rank as a higher, as big, as better character. Chop top. I love them both. Yeah, yeah, I can, I can. Yeah. He has so many lines in this. The, yeah. the with the the what did he say about God? Like I'm I'm here to do God's not Satan's work. Yeah, no, I forget. Yeah, he's like God ain't real. Like all that shit was so oh. good. I I, um, I do like the scene where baby and uh, 
and Captain Spaulding are fucking with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, I want to know this thing. It's like, there's no goddamn ice cream in your, your future, future. ever. It's like, it cuts away. Not duty fucking fruity, duty fucking fruity. <laughs> and that was improvised, I heard. Or was it? Yeah, yeah. Sid Hagar improvised that. <laughs> yeah, and then it cut away. Yeah, a lot of great comedy in this, too. Um, another parallel, too, I noticed is um, one of our favorite parts of Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 is Dennis Hopper. Um, you know, he had so much of that movie, him being the cop, whatever. Um, he had a connection to the Sawyer family. It was personal to him. He wanted to personally take them down because his niece was killed in the first one. They did that with this one, too, yeah. where uh, one of the cops is related to the main cop that's after the, de the Devil's Rejects in this. And so I thought that was really cool. Like, it's literally another Texas Chainsaw Massacre, too. Yeah. yeah. Like, you can definitely see what he's influenced by. Yeah. 100%. He's also, again, like, just like Texas Chainsaw Massacre, he, uh, you see, like, they're talking about, like, in the beginning when they go into the house, and they're saying, like, there's human skulls used as ornaments, there's body parts of decomposing yeah, yeah, yeah. all over. That, that, that's the Ed Gain story, the serial killer Ed Gain, that Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and Silence of the Lambs are both loosely yep. based on. Yeah, yep, Psycho. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. All of that. It's kind of scary, just again, like like you said, just like people torturing people, like you said, j j just for the fun of it, or or just for like yeah, yeah, laughing while they do it too, or whatever. Because there are people like that out there. Yeah, like, again, that, that, that's what's scary too about it too. Uh, these aren't people in masks with supernatural powers. These are, and, and it's not even one single person either. There's a whole fucking family, which there are out there probably it's sick families like that. Yeah, yeah. And um, uh, another thing I I really like too though was um. The comedy I was saying before, like he he put a lot of great comedy in this. Um, the roadie guy, yeah, what's his name? Oh, he's a comedian. He's a lot. Oh, of I shit. forgot his name, but yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's funny, and I heard he's the reason why. Um, is it Coldplay or Nickelback that gets a lot of hate? It's Nickelback, Nickelback right? Yeah. yeah, I heard he's the one that started the whole trend of hating on Nickelback. Really? He was like in an interview once in like '01, and he said a joke, and Nickelback was like the punching bag of it. And ever since that, um, people have tracked that joke. Like because of him is why that band is so hated. I think them and Creed get like the the, the most. Oh yeah, yeah, Creed too. Um, yeah. But yeah, he's hilarious. The part when um they bring him in, and I'm laughing because you know it's a movie. Obviously, yeah. this would be super fucked up in real life. They shoot him in the head in front of the whole family. Yeah. And then the way they scream, and then one of them throws up. That was just such a realistic yeah. reaction. But at the same time, I was cracking up. Dark humor. <laughs> yeah. A lot of a black. Uh, this is a black comedy. Like I'm laughing at something so fucked up, but I couldn't help it. Like. You, Brings him in, the guy's like, what the fuck? And then, boom, shoots him. And he's like, ah! One of them throws up. It's so well, good. And that whole scene in the hotel was just so fucking crazy. Who's that comedian with the bald head? He was in uh, King of Staten Island. He plays the stepfather. Uh, what's his name? Um, can't think of his name. Uh, oh, Bill. Bill, oh. yeah, yeah. Bill, uh, what's his name? Freaking, not Bill Moore. Uh, yeah. But you know what I'm talking about. Yep, yeah. But um, let, let me just look this up j j for a second. I just know he, just... Was, he was best friends with that um, comedian. B Bill Burr. Yeah, Bill Burr. He was so, best friends with Patrice O'Neill. But Bill Burr was kind of saying what you were just saying. He's like, there's just some fucked up shit that like, I see. I can't stop laughing. He, he, <laughs> he's like, I saw some old lady just fall down. And like, and she got hurt. He's like, she got hurt. And it was fucking hilarious. He was like, I couldn't stop laughing, and like, I just felt bad, but it was the funniest shit I ever fucking saw. It's like, it's like, yeah. it's like some guy on a bike just ran into you, and you just fucking spun around and fell down. Horrible, but funny. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like, it's funny because he's saying that in an interview on a talk show, and the two people next to him are like, what the fuck's wrong with you? He's like, I don't know. It's like, I fucking find it funny. We want to say it's not funny. But, uh, yeah, and then even, um, and this wasn't funny. This was uh, uncomfortable, but, um, Funny, like, seeing their reactions to it. Like, funny seeing... Kind of like the show It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. The reason why it's funny is because we laugh at how much of pieces of shits they are. Yeah. Like, this is like that, too. Like, 
like it's funny because seeing just how nonchalant they do these things they're on they're laughing when he when he makes the the, the mom do shit yep with the husband like <laughs> i can't i can't help but to laugh yeah. whatever like right in front of the husband that's so fucked up yeah, yeah. and then later on um when they th she thinks she escaped, she has a gun pointed at Sherry Moon Zombie. Sherry Moon knows that it's not loaded, so she's like confident. She's like, whatever, you're going to shoot me? And then she uh, she tells her daughter, go away. And then she goes to shoot her, no bullets in it. I, I yeah. couldn't help but to laugh. Because <laughs> <laughs> she was so, she thought she was like off the hook and like, oh, like yes, you know, this is our moment. But like, nope, no bullets. And then uh, the fact that Sherry Moon taunted her, like she knew there was no bullets. And then they fucking hit her. It's just so fucked up, but funny. That was cool when they put the mask, the, the face on her, too. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And, and she's running out in the street. She gets hit yeah. in the car, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then that part, that's the only problem I have. The whole movie's perfect, except for that part. It just bothered me. Why didn't she take the mask off? She probably in such shock. She didn't yeah, that's, what I, that's how I was justifying in my head. I'm like, all right, she's just in shock. But why would she keep yeah. running with her husband's mask on her face? And yeah. Again, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 is fired also. Yeah. And, and you'll never get used to seeing that. That's just disgusting. Yep, uh, fantastic. Disgusting yeah. in a good way. Oh, uh, and then she gets hit by a truck, and of course Rob Zombie's gonna show us the aftermath when the fucking yeah. the cops go and like she's like literally like it's on the ground like oh like I never <laughs> saw I never it's, saw it's the like aftermath. Steam quote. That's what they do. Shit, they scrape it off the. They scrape off the floor, <laughs> yeah, right? she, that's how, that's the word I was gonna right. use. I was yeah. gonna say she had to be scraped off. And, uh, <laughs> like Rob Zombie would show that. Like, yeah, let's get a shot yeah. of the of the of the fucking the remains on the floor. <laughs> like you didn't have to, but it was great. <laughs> and then they got the two great scenes too. They got the the first one was that when they go to uh, when they end up going to Ken Forey's place, mm -hmm. and they go there. He sets them up. Yeah, yep. Yeah. And he goes there. This he, he sets them up, and just uh, Ken Forey is Ken Forey, Michael Berryman, and what's her name? And uh, about the piece of PJ Soldier, uh, E.G. Daly there. Mm -hmm. And they go there. And I thought that's great how he sets him up, and they end up like he finally gets him. Like, um, what's his name? Uh, friggin' w William Forsey finally gets him. He has him tied up, and just him torturing them was fucking great because he, yeah, he yeah, saw yeah. how angry he was. And he saw a picture yep, of I love that. And he stapling the pictures to, to, to him. Yeah. And he's like, who fucking wants it next? <laughs> he was really good. He chewed up the scenery really well. Yeah. Um, that guy was, uh, I might say, even better than Dennis Hopper as a cop in the first one. Like, he was really yeah. entertaining. Um, and then that part too is interesting because it's like these guys are so fucking sick and you know they've done these really uh, gruesome things. You can't feel bad for them. You're cheering for, for this guy torturing them. You're yeah, like, yeah. It's like a, a hell yeah moment. And then also it's interesting because it's like um, this guy was affected and traumatized so much by what they did to him and what they've done that he's fucking stooping to their level. And even um, and, and I like this too, like uh, like showing that like. Because movies always make it that like um, good people are perfect and they'll never cross the line and they can't be taken to that level. He goes out his way to be alone with the mom and he stabs her straight up in jail. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know? he, he doesn't he, give a shit. He doesn't give a shit, and I thought that was awesome and also really realistic. Yeah, like he, like uh, we said this at the end of uh, seven, our episode about seven. It would have been really stupid and like too fairy tale ish if Brad Pitt didn't kill the. Oh, John Doe. Yeah. He's like, no, I can't do it because he's the good guy. Yeah, like that's not a realistic uh, no, but, reaction. But William uh, William Forsey is ready to die in the movie. Yeah, like just, yes. just, just like you said, Brad Pitt, even though he's gonna kill him, like he already he's lost ready his life. To end his life. He's yeah. ready to like go to jail. Exactly. Like, right, whatever. Yeah. So it, it, they it, they made the right choice making him because uh, it, it could be like like oh like oh you're no better than them, but no, these people fucking deserve it. Yeah. And then uh, another great Bill Mosley line. He's showing them. I like that too. He's stapling um, the pictures on onto them. He shows them, he's like, look at this cheerleader, oh, a nice college girl, and he's like, um, fuckable or something. He's like, not so fuckable now, right? Like, when, yeah. when she's dead. And Bill yeah, Mosley's yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> Bill Mosley's like, oh, you're wrong. He's like, I took her, and then he describes what he did. Yeah, yeah. And again, laughing, 
disgusting what he's saying, but the fact that he's laughing and embracing it, yeah. you just can't help but to laugh along. It's a fucking... These yeah. characters are so interesting to me. I love them. I want to see more of them. But Three from Hell is not as good, right? I don't even think we're going to I haven't that. seen it. I, yeah. I've seen bits and pieces of it and it seemed horrible. Yeah, I'll, and Sid Haig passed away too. I so can't not it. watch it. Like, again, it was like, I think Sid Haig was like dying while he made it too. Oh, okay. I can't not watch it because I'll watch it at some point. I, I know I'm far behind with it. Um, yeah, but just such, such good yeah. characters that I couldn't get enough of them. Yeah, and the, the soundtrack's fucking awesome. They got, Hell yeah. They got Three Dog Night, like I said before. They got the Allman Brothers. They got Elvin Bishop with the... I, I forgot when they're playing the song, but uh, "Fooled Around and Fell in Love." I I I, th I think that's one. Uh, I think they're playing "Fooled Around and Fell in Love" when he wakes up. Um, when he wakes up from the nightmare, from, yeah, yeah, from yeah. the dream nightmare. Yeah, and I was gonna say that's another really cool thing he did in this. He did the the yeah. oh was it um Captain Spaulding's nightmare? Uh yeah 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 they did that, and then later on they found a clever way of was was the cops. A uh, brother in the first one, did we see him get killed, or did they just make up that he killed him? Like, I think his brother's supposed to be the main cop in the first one. Okay, all right. So, so that's they found a really clever way of like bringing him into the movie and like us getting like uh, to see like what's going on in his conscience and like in his mind. Yeah, by having a dream seeing his brother, and that that uh, that was well done too. I think because usually yeah. I don't like when movies like uh, cut away and stuff, but this I think was like important in the story and like really good look into the psyche of, and then explains why he went so far later on with it. Like this means a lot to him. Obviously, yeah. it's his brother. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. Again, like so it, there's emotions in this too. It's not just like a ex exploitation film. Oh there's, yeah, there's, there's no, he's a... just like again, like he's just like this shit's happening. Mm -hmm. he, he's like, he's like again, he's like, I, I don't give a fuck what happens to me. Yeah. He's like, my, my end goal is to destroy you and your whole family. Yeah, and then Tiny comes around, and it just doesn't happen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, the uh, motivation, um, the motivation is there, which is always important. Yeah. You don't want a cop just like, oh, he's just doing his job. This is personal to him. And the Tiny thing was also really cool. Cause I forgot about him. Oh well, I I, I didn't see this. Um, I knew about him because like I seen pictures. Yeah. But at the end, I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot that there's another member. So him coming out of nowhere for the save. Yeah. They do remind you that he's in it in the very beginning. He gets a scene in the beginning. So overall, it's like just really well, really, really well made. There's like yeah, yeah. There's nothing that came out of nowhere out of left field. Like a well told story, well paced, flies by because of how entertaining it is. Probably one of my top five horror movies of the last twenty years. I yeah. Would say. Yeah, me too. And then uh, interesting too. Um. Where was horror at this time? Saw had came out the year before, right? Saw came out uh, two, no same year. Yeah, two thousand three. Uh, no, no, Saw, Saw was two thousand four. Yeah, yeah. So I always appreciate. I pointed this out before too. When a movie comes out that's not following the trend of what's hot at that time, this wasn't yeah. like the Saws or the Hostels. What's in its hot? Own way, and what's not? <laughs> in its own way, like with the with the gruesome kills, but but um, this is really different and fresh for what was out at that time. Yeah, and that helps it stand out. Too much like this that came out before it. Yeah. Um, like right before it. Um, what did? I can't think of too much. Yeah, like yeah me neither. Right before it. Yeah. Again, and this, like we were talking about this at the end of our Devil's Rejects. Um, this one had a great ending. Like, yep. they got and I always playing think of Freebird. It. Yeah, I always think of this and, movie now when I hear Freebird. Yeah, yep. <laughs> it kind of reminds me of just like, kind of like if you ever watched Sons of Anarchy. Mm -hmm. you, you see it? Yeah. Um, this is, I'm giving something away right now. So if you want to turn on the video, you can if you want. Um, we'll give you 10 seconds, 10, 9, 8, 7, <laughs> skip a few, 1. Um, at, the, uh, at the end of Sons of Anarchy, Jack goes out on the highway, and like he's holding his hands up like a bird, and he just like goes into the truck and dies. And, like, <laughs> I didn't see it, the finale. It's almost like he, uh, he, his time was up. Like His children were good. They, they were moved on. Tara died. He didn't have anything else to teach the kids. He realized that he wasn't the father that they needed. 
that they needed to be with his ex-wife who played, uh, I forget her name, Dre something. She, she was the girl from, you see The Sopranos? Mm -hmm, yeah. She's the girl from The Sopranos. That dates uh, Spider from, yeah, from yeah. Goodfellas. Mm -hmm. Yep. And then they give him to him and they give him to, you remember Nero from, from uh, Sons of Anarchy? Yeah. So those two take care of the kids at the end of the show. And like Jack's realized, like, okay, I'm, I'm done with the club. My kids are better off with someone else. And he goes, my, my wife's dead. I just need to go be with her again. Okay. And he went out there and we like flew yeah. into like on his bike. He flew with his arms open into like an oncoming truck. <laughs> but and they couldn't find a more uh, painless way to go out though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But like I think it was like symbolic of like. Yeah. yeah. But um. So yeah, it's like that. So like again, like they 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 knew they were dead. There was nothing else for them left to do. I I wonder how I wonder how how uh, three from hell. I, I guess they come back from hell because oh yeah, that's what I was wondering too. But like yeah. uh, and you know what it reminded me of too um. Kind of like like um, a war, like war movies when you see like one side going to the other, and you know that one side has like way Braveheart? more. Yeah, Braveheart, and usually the good guys are like outnumbered, and the other side it's like, oh, they're fucked. But somehow, yeah. they, somehow they win. Except this one, you know, they're gonna die. Yeah, it's, and they're just shooting and, their way with free bird. Planes, yeah, and that reminded me kind of like like knights and like the horse, like uh, knights tail with Hugh Fledger, like yeah. you know, when they like a duel kind of. So that and was an I, awesome ending, and that one really hit me. Which the first one didn't hit me. Uh, this one I could see what he was going for, and it worked. That was also realistic how they didn't really, you don't see them kill anyone. Like I said, you just see them like shooting the guns. If you're driving and like yeah. you're shooting your guns and you're already half asleep and half injured and half dying. Yep. And there's like a firing range in front of you. Yeah, you're probably not going to hit anybody. You yeah. might accidentally hit someone, but you just see them shooting and not hitting anyone. And, they and you see them get the hit. Car. Yeah, yeah. You said it. Yep. Yeah. Really, really cool. I love that ending. One of my favorite yeah. endings. Um, anything else you want to add? Like, I thought... um, There's so much, man. Freaking... Did we go over every scene though? Because I know, um, like did, I said uh, before, there's yeah. literally no dull moments in this. Yeah, we really did. Yeah, I think yeah. we went over every scene. Yeah, guys, yeah. let us know any cool Bill Mosley quotes or any parts we missed. But yeah. this movie is so fucking good. I love it, man. Uh, thanks, guys. My favorite Rob yeah. Zombie for sure, actually. Yeah, great movie. Go, if you haven't watched the other movies, go watch them. They might not be as good, but Halloween, Halloween two, um, three from Hell. I don't know. Haven't watched it. Can't judge it. But uh. Hear pretty shitty things. Um, Thirty-one. <laughs> oh, the, the monsters. The monsters. I hear that's a. Eh, eh. I don't know. Um, just watch Devil's Rejects. Yeah, just go check out Devil's Rejects. Eh? <laughs> 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 right. He's the man. Yo. But peace out, guys. We'll see you soon. Later.